Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Hey, Mike. Glad you could join me for some great seafood. Me too. Wait, why are you dressed in fishing gear? You said we were going out to catch great seafood, right? Yes, to Popeye's. Do you even know how to fish? No, I thought you did. Oh, yeah. I could catch pretty good seafood at Popeye's. Let's go. Let Popeye's do the fishing while you enjoy our delicious signature seafood. Get Popeye's flounder fish sandwich or shrimp tackle box before they're gone. Limited time at participating U.S. restaurants. All right, I said something. I did your part. Now you're supposed to do mine. Or, hey, I'm really tired. I just got back from Coachella. Hey, stay home. You went to Coachella? No, no, what? it's Coachella. I like to mispronounce it, like Tijuana. Ah, uh, no, I didn't. All right, I'm Coachella. I, I couldn't stop seeing stories on it all freaking weekend. Every website I drew up that was California based. Here's the latest from Coachella. Here's the latest. I'm like, okay, fine. The concert. Coachella yeah. happened this weekend? Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. Part one. You can still go next weekend. Part two. Uh, but but uh, uh, what? Yay canceled, so I didn't go. Yay? That's Kanye's name. Aren't you being respectful or not? Yay. Yay. 
<laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. It's ye. Kanye? Ye? Ye? Yay? No, it's Kanye. Just yay. <laughs> yay or ye? Oh, I have a headache. Already, I have a headache. All right. You all plugged in? You okay? I'm plugged in, yes. Is this uh, the discombobulation over the new kind of setup or no? No, no. This is me. This is me just <laughs> losing track of things. Yes. Like time. Well, yeah. we did actually come on earlier, maybe a minute or two. Than we sometimes do. So no, I, I left. I left my stuff behind in the office, so I had to oh, walk and no. get it. All right. No big okay. emergency. Everybody have a happy Easter. No, nothing. Right. Deborah Mark, That's you get fine. No. Passover Easter. Easter's, was your no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't celebrate anything. I actually was in Vegas for one night, and wow. then I drove home yesterday. Not a place I see you. Well, it's because Easter in Las Vegas must be a party. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't because of a holiday. My stepson goes to law school there, so I wanted to. Say hello and see his apartment, and that was, oh, that was ah. it. Was a quick trip. It was dinner. Little known fact, John: they hide eggs in the casinos. They actually do. What's in the eggs? Money, money, big money, or uh... I'm making this up. <laughs> I don't know. You I can never keep asking me questions because I like I enjoy going on. <laughs> Go ahead, create a whole thing. There's a new idea, although that would be a frenzy, wouldn't it? Imagine the drunk people running around trying to find the eggs with cash inside. I, I think it's a great promotion. Each other, fighting over the we'll eggs. Put thousand uh, dollars stuff. Put thousand dollar bills in there. That's a terrific. Oh, promotion. I would go for a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, bill. yeah. I was thinking the twenty bucks, but no. All right. So I guess the big story this afternoon is that uh, a judge in Florida says you don't have to wear the face diaper on the plane. <laughs> face diaper is a good one. That is, that is probably the uh, the best uh, alternate uh, description. Yeah, you know, uh, at first I, I stared at the, the words, and then I thought, well, you know, you have a diaper on your rear end to catch your anal exhaust. Yeah. Then you have a diaper on your face to catch your uh, viral uh, exhaust. Yeah, that's right. So your, your nasal and oral. Spew. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it your is. viral load. It is like April. There's a load in your pants and a load in your face. April of 2022, and there's still, like, all kinds of mask stories today. Yeah, because it's the like, CDC like really... extended this through May 3rd. I guess the people with this lawsuit and... might have waited, but uh, once they extended it, it's like enough. It's a Florida federal judge, and, and why did this judge, after all this time, finally decide that the CDC was out of bounds? Because the suit came before her. That's kind of how it works. I know, but just say, I'm a judge. There's something I don't like in society. I will gavel it illegal. In my country, that's how it would be. That's how it would work. Judges would just take on any issue they want. I would think think there were already lawsuits against the mask mandates. Uh, I I, I don't know how. Well, it was two women. Anna Carolina Daza and Sarah Pope, along with the Health Freedom Defense Fund. This is the lawsuit that was heard by this judge. Uh, This nonprofit is out of Wyoming. And specifically, it has already challenged COVID vaccine and mask mandates in other parts of the country. A federal lawsuit uh, before a federal judge about uh, whatever jurisdiction the CDC has over, you know, things like airplanes and trains and subways. Public modes of transportation. Right. Yes. Well, it, it, yeah. Uh, they, the judge it, says it's unlawful and they did not. They violated the procedures required for agency rulemaking. Oh, there's that again. We've run into that so many times over the years. Because that the, there wasn't enough public comment period, or because that takes too long. And the presidents uh, now three in a row have been doing it. It was Obama, Trump, and now Biden. They issue executive orders and say the hell with it. If a judge doesn't like this three years later, then we'll deal with it. Right. That's what they're doing. I mean, and so somebody CDC. should. Own- yeah, but I mean, it's you know, it's the Biden administration. This this comes from the presidents. It says here that the CDC overstepped its legal authority by imposing the mandate in February of 2021. I thought it was around since the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. 
did it get revised or something maybe Is that uh it? yeah it must have been i mean yeah. it might be a very narrow lawsuit depending on a specific order that was sent out I like uh, one of the women, this is Anna Carolina Daza. She said that um, her, she gets anxiety from wearing a mask. And it should qualify as a medical exemption to the rule. The constricted breathing from wearing a mask ex exacerbated her panic attacks. Oh, I can see that, yeah. You feel like you're getting suffocated. It, it, God, it, it affects my mental What has she been doing for the last two years, though, I wonder? I sit, there, panic I, attacks? I sit there seething when I have to wear one of those. Do you so, really? Can oh, the yeah. person next to you hear you like seethe? I do. I'm, I make breathing. And I anger? make seething sounds like a bull snorting. Uh, yeah, yeah, a bull snorting. That's a good. Uh, You're charge. It's like who, who the hell are you telling me to wear the face diaper? God, it's just uh, this dictat. And in Philadelphia, they brought back indoor masks again. They did. They had a surge of a surge cases. of what cases? Cases of. Coronavirus. This, this stupid. Uh, weak, I don't know which variant. This yeah. weak, unmanly virus uh, variant that it's gets a sub variant. Uh, yeah, or it's a sub variant. It? It's not even a real variant. No, it doesn't no, have it's, a real Greek name. It's, it's a it's a loser sub variant that uh, most people hardly know they have. Right. In fact, I think most people who get it don't know they have it. Uh, but here's the problem: Judge Mizell once clerked for Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court. Good. Appointed by Trump in 2020. Yeah. It still counts. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not necessarily coming from the center or anything approaching. I, I want something that makes sense, wherever it comes from. Yeah. And well, uh, he's just as much a judge as anybody else. Right now, the Biden administration is telling, uh, well, I don't know what's going to happen on the planes. They, they might appeal this, but they haven't announced whether or not they would appeal this yet. Well, so I, I, if you walked on a plane right now and pulled off the mask, could you say a judge in Florida says I can? Well, this, a federal see, judge. I, that's what I'm saying. Print ruling. The specifics of it. It says the CDC can't issue a mask mandate, but maybe Delta can. You know, the way a, a restaurant could require a mask oh, if they wanted, true. regardless right. of that's uh, right. Uh, I did go into a place the other day that still wanted you to mask up. Who? Where? Uh, it was a restaurant. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. Just tell me later. I don't ever want to go there. I'll tell you off the air. I don't want to. I like the place. So, so some weird, vegan, yeah, some weird vegan place, probably. Oh, I doubt Me? it. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean, wasn't a steak. It uh, wasn't yeah, a steakhouse. I don't, I don't I'm go sure to vegan that. places. It was not a steakhouse. Yeah. Well, no, it was. Uh, it was an Asian restaurant, so I guess they're a little more cautious. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what Jen Psaki said. The CDC continues to recommend people wear masks on public transportation. Well, that's not a mandate. No, no. I don't. I don't well. They did have a mandate. Now it's scaled back to a recommendation unless they try oh, so to So they are going to comply thing. with this judge then? Well, they have to until they get an appeal in a order. Ruling. Right. And maybe they won't because what's the point? Well, it'll be interesting to see what's going on at the airports this afternoon then. If some people just say they're well, only recommending that I wear a mask. What and, if, one of the irritating... But I, guess, I guess the airline could still say you need to wear a mask, just like businesses do. I guess yeah. you're right. That one of the things happen. that's been irritating is there has been so much confusion uh, between uh, uh, federal jurisdiction, state, county, city, uh, a private business. You know, at times, different uh, jurisdictions have had different rules. Like uh, Garcetti wouldn't follow along with uh, state recommendations, or the state yeah. wouldn't follow along with federal recommendations. 
And so it, it, de- it depended on the, 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 the smallest level of government, uh, you know, at the bottom of the chain, like the city or even, even the local business. Oh. The U.S. reported a seven-day average of nearly 35,000 new infections, new infections as of Friday, which is not much. I remember yeah. when L.A. County was reporting more than 10,000 a day back during the peak it's, it's 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 insignificant. And there's probably many, many more than that, but people aren't even bothering to test anymore. I, I read that some states aren't even uh, submitting test results to the CDC anymore either. Yeah, there's no, there's no Every, because it's a waste of time. you got to get on with other things that, that you think but, you're supposed to do. You can't just, when like, we come test, back, test for the virus, uh, make that a career. Let's call this what we're going to do next instructive. Uh, let's say that this is um, uh, an example of how bad things could be. I don't know how many of our listeners are aware of what's going on in China. As this is what happens when you have authoritarian government, authoritarian government rule, like the communists do, who have decided that they were going to stamp out COVID variants completely, and the madness that has ensued in that country. Which, by the way, I saw a story yesterday is going to affect the economy because a lot of stuff moves through the ports in China. Obviously, a lot of stuff is manufactured there. Uh, it's a big trade partner for the world. And eventually, all the things that the nutty Chinese government is trying to do, to uh, they've kind of given up on COVID zero, but we'll explain what they're doing now. It's really disgusting. There's a story in the New York Times complete with a picture that we'll talk about next. What they were doing last time we talked about the story, to give you an idea, they were making everybody lock down in their own apartments. They've changed that strategy. <laughs> until, until people and, start jumping from their balconies. Yeah, people are screaming and... Then the stupid word the media uses, they've pivoted. They've, they took a pivot. All right, we'll uh, get into it next and just how bad it is and how excessive it is. And as bad as California was in this country, we could have gone down this road. Thank God we yeah, didn't. Coming we had, up next. We had a whiff of that here. John and Ken, KFI. All right, so, uh, oh, bye. Big story coming up next hour. It has finally reached the point where a murdering gang member loves the L.A. County D.A. so much He's going to tattoo Gascon's name on his body. Do you believe this? This was dug up by Fox News and Tucker Carlson's research team, and we have the audio <laughs> to play for you after the news at 3 o'clock. Uh, that's where we, that's what we got. This guy. Uh, he's so excited because it, he, no gang enhancements, no gun enhancements. He's like, wow. He's getting out way, way early, and he owes it all to Gascon's policies. And it's like, that's it. Gascon's, my, Gascon's like his new lover. Yeah. He's tattooing his new lover's name on his body. Oh, that's an interesting does, way to put does, it. Does that give you an idea how far it's gone? Will there be hearts in the tattoo? Do we know? There might be. Maybe a little picture of two of them inside the heart? Maybe like you're having a locket? Or... Yeah, maybe. The... <laughs> I, it's, uh, I, I mean, that, you know, that, should, that should settle the case on Gascon. If, uh, if a prisoner is tattooing Gascon's, Gascon's name on his body... In in uh, as a way of honoring, as <laughs> way of honoring, uh, yes, honoring the guess. man that got his sentence significantly right. reduced for murder. Then you read, there doesn't need to be any arguments. In fact, that would be the only commercial you, that you should have to run on TV. All right, there have been a not, believe it or not, there have been some nuttier places in the world when it comes to COVID, other than California and other parts of the United States. We've talked before about Australia and New Zealand facing a big blowback for all their lockdowns. 
what's going on in China is really wild. Uh, Shanghai has 25 million people. Just think about that. That dwarfs all of our large cities. And they've had a COVID-19 lockdown. Now, they just kind of switched their strategy. I want to explain what they're doing. But they were confining people to their homes. Their movements monitored by pandemic police in white hazmat suits. Almost 300,000 people who've tested positive or had contact with someone positive have been forcibly moved to Spartan quarantine centers. Videos show people fighting over food, screaming for help from their apartment windows. We played some audio a week or two ago. Uh, save us. We don't have enough to eat. Police took children who tested positive and sequestered them away from their parents in state-run hospitals. They did eventually reverse that policy. But the response from China, and of course, this is where it all began in Wuhan back in 2019. But of course, they denied for the longest period of time that anything was really going on. Well, and then they did some lockdowns. But this latest round of uh, like Omicron or some other subvariant infections, most people uh, are suffering really almost no symptoms. I mean, it says here supposedly 88% of people in China are fully vaccinated, but we've had some doubts about that. Well, the vaccine supposedly vaccine. doesn't work really well. And there, there isn't. The, there is All I see are some lazy journalists quoting China statistics, but no, no intelligent person believes any statistics coming out of China regarding well, this. Well, today just, they said that three elderly people between the ages of 89 and 91 died from COVID on Sunday. This is the first time that they've announced any fatalities from this latest outbreak. I just, That's the I just government of China, it. which people are skeptical about. You, All three were unvaccinated and had underlying health conditions, it says. It says. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, when you're 89 to 91, I think there's a lot of... I, 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 I just flat out don't believe any of that. Whatever the ages are, whatever the description is, I don't think anything China produces on this issue or any other issue is anything close to the truth. Same, same true. thing with Russia. Right. right. So... Everything is put out by the government and the message. Has, look at how much we get lied to in this country. Oh, my God. Yeah. And now <laughs> we got a lot of media that goes along with the lies for right. politicians because they favor their, their and, ideology. And in China and Russia, the, the, the uh, media is owned by the governments, run by the governments. These people are employees of the government. So you saw what happened to that uh, Russian woman who uh, uh, put up the protest sign on live TV over the Ukraine war. She ended up, uh, ended, ended up in jail. For a couple yeah, of weeks. But she's out of the country now. She's done some interviews. Right. I, but I don't the, think they wanted to kill her because she was too public. Right. But they did. They did. Their first reaction was to put her in jail. Yes. And apparently that's how they squashed a lot of the uh, dissent in Russia by pretty much saying you can't go against the com the, the country's official line so on the. Uh, I, I think it, it's really bad, obviously, because you could see it with your own eyes on these videos. When you people have you have people screaming for food fighting over food, uh, screaming from their balconies, then uh, that's real. That I believe. Their numbers, who the hell knows? And but it doesn't matter. The point is, trying to get COVID zero, they're out of their minds. Apparently, the Chinese president's like, we must be persistent on this. I mean, this should have started a revolution. Some people did rebel, but obviously they'll be squashed. And now they have these disgusting detention centers. That's how they change the policy. Government quarantine and isolation facilities. I looked at a picture in the New York Times. You know what's funny about it? Everybody, you're in a cubicle. So you have a little privacy. There's no roof, but you have like this tiny cubicle with a bed inside. 
But people are saying that uh, there's often no running water. The bathrooms are all clogged. This reminds me of, uh, remember after Hurricane Katrina and the Superdome, people evacuated yeah. there and that became a stinking disgusting mess. Uh, the Times talked to a woman who said there was no tap for running water, no showers. Each day she and others would crowd around several fresh water machines filling up a pink plastic uh, wash basins they'd been given. Well, the, the portable toilets filled so much with human waste, this woman stopped drinking water because she didn't want to use them. The authoritarian mindset has no puts no value in life, puts no value in comfort. They they don't care. They're all they're all psychotic. They don't care if you're suffering. They don't care if you die. The what they care about the because they don't really care if people die of COVID, but they look at COVID as indicting their system. That that the government should be able to prevent this from happening. See, they they don't want the reputation, but the, to care about the people's actual lives, no, they don't. But they want to show that their system of government can even stop. A, you know, a uh, deadly virus outbreak. Right. Well, and there's this idea of we're going to make the best decisions for the collective good. And mm -hmm. we don't care what happens to some people who get caught in the bureaucratic mess that we've created, which results in this isolation and starvation and having to live in these isolation centers. <laughs> Again, I point out most of the cases are asymptomatic. Hardly anybody's sick. Yeah. What are they doing? They're, 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 they're crazy. I mean, look at the crap that goes on here. And we should know better. You would think people would overthrow a government that this that this is this crazy. Authoritarian people want to control everything, everything. Yes, they do and believe that government knows best and government can plan out every crisis correctly. That is true. That's the problem with it, and that's why I said in this country we had people of that mindset mm -hmm. who seem to be. I mean, this is even worse than Dr. Fauci. But what you have here is a bunch of. Uh, crazed epidemiologists running the country who've decided, I know we're going to get this squeezed out right. of the population. There won't be a single COVID case. Yeah. And they all have uh, emotional disorders about germs and viruses. They're all like little kids who are, who are spooked uh, by, uh, you know, the boogeyman. Yeah. And so they, they, you know, the, the, because every time I read about, Oh, 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 like Philadelphia, right. With the, with the mask uh, mandate returning, it said that uh, public health officials applauded the move. Well, of course they did. <laughs> because because in in their warped weird world you should do everything to stop anyone from ever getting sick for any reason it's a great headline in the new york times story this woman they interviewed in shanghai spent 13 days in one of these isolation facilities and her quote is too smelly to sleep think about that yeah but it's, it's human waste i mean you're exhausted they, yeah it is and and, and odor body odor too yeah human waste it's like it, th this problem has been pervasive. Uh, you know, you were talking about the, the Katrina. You remember the Occupy uh, oh, encampments, yeah. right? And yeah. then and the homeless people all over the place. That that's that that's all about fecal waste and yeah. I, about this situation. It's it's governments have never learned how to handle human waste. You know, like if you don't have a place to go in your house, human waste could end up everywhere. That's uh, the first thing that gets out of control because nobody wants to clean it up. She right, ended up got, in communal living like that. And we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. Hey, we still have that uh, $100 gas card to give away during the 5 o'clock hour. KFI is still doing this. You could win a $100 gas card. Many KFI listeners have already gotten one, and uh, that helps. Prices at the pump are still 
dropping like really slowly. Anyway, you can win with Bill Handel at 9 a.m. on KFI, Gary and Shannon at 11, and we'll do it at 5. And, of course, the last chance of the day is in the 7 p.m. hour with Tim Conway Jr. Today in Washington, D.C., they do something that I've never really understood, the Easter egg roll. I guess kids take what look like large shovels or scoops and they roll an egg along the lawn, and I guess whoever gets to the finish line first wins. This is not something I'm familiar with as a child or as a person, but I know it's been going on. I guess it's a White House tradition for a long, long time. Is it a race? Yeah, it appears to be a race, yes. So it's not a hunt? A hunt? An Easter egg hunt. No, no, no. Where you hide the eggs and there's there's a picture here in the New York Post story, and they're holding what look like large spoons, and they're bending over and pushing the egg with the spoon edge and rolling the egg. You get an Easter egg roll? No? Yeah, I just never paid attention to it. I didn't know what they did. I didn't know. I I thought it was a hunt. No, no, no. But I guess it's a roll. Right. They do this on the lawn of the White House. Well, what happened today, which is worth commenting on? Well, actually, two things happened worth commenting on. But uh, first of all, Old Joe was there, as presidents do. They kind of preside over this and walk around, and he's wearing like a heavy jacket. And uh, uh, he wandered over to part of the crowd standing behind a fence watching this. And he quickly got some questions from an Afghan reporter by the Mm -hmm. name of Nariza Karimi. And he started to ask Biden questions about Afghanistan and Pakistan. And apparently... Biden began to answer the questions, and then (laughs) a large uh, costumed bunny came over, uh, waved their arms at Joe, waved their arms in the air, and then escorted Joe away, pointing, you know, you got to go over there. Obviously, somebody in the White House press corps found out that Joe was freelancing again with a reporter and said, we can't have any of this. Go over there and run interference and get him out of there. The costume bunny is, well, it's not non-binary. Wearing a big purple skirt, it appears, <laughs> with like a heart. It's not non-binary. <laughs> so I thought this would be a woke Easter egg roll where people wear non-conforming outfits. <laughs> non-conforming outfits. Yes. Where you got all the jargon down. <laughs> I do believe it's important. To, uh, so this is kind of how it went. It sounds like typical Biden. Um, like maybe do you think the bunny had a little earpiece? And and yes, and somebody. Oh yes, and someone said, "Get over there! Look at him! Yeah, he right. wandered away, and he's talking to people. Get him out of there now!" And he's got. Oh yeah, this was this was a huge code red, and code the, blue, whatever they say in hospitals. The, and uh, he's got the Alzheimer's look on his face, doesn't he? There, he does. There was an attendee. <laughs> did you want? You should watch the video. It's actually pretty funny. There was an attendee named Thomas Dillon who took the footage of the interaction. It was away from most of the crowd. So most people missed it. It was only about 11 or 12 seconds. Uh, He wrote on Twitter, Joe Biden quickly interrupted by the Easter Bunny after he starts to comment on Afghanistan and Pakistan at the White House. Dylan, by the way, is a public relations consultant and former advisor to uh, the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. So, you know, he just got right on this when he saw old Mm. Joe talking to a reporter. And Biden was muttering things like, Pakistan should not, and Afghanistan should be. Uh, people should be free. It almost makes no sense. Pakistan should not, oh. and Afghanistan. Hey, there's should a worthy be. quote. That's. Uh... <laughs> and then suddenly, Joe saw the costume character standing in front of him. He's a bit of a shock face. Takes a step back, and the so, bunny waved the paws and ushered Biden away. That was Kamala Harris. Is that who it in was? Bu- 
<laughs> no, it, it says here there's a picture from earlier in the day from the White House press office of uh, somebody wearing the exact same bunny outfit. It, so it's a press person. Well, it could be Kamala Harris. She's got nothing to do. That is true. They don't let her do anything. Do you see they're sending her to like really obscure places now to preside <laughs> over ceremonial events? <laughs> but guess who did show up too at the Easter egg roll today? Hunter Biden, his wife, and their two-year-old son. Boy, he should have gotten a slew of questions from any reporter looking on. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, he should have gotten the first sighting of Hunter Biden since March 30th. That was the day the Washington well, Post admitted that the uh, emails from Biden's uh, laptop were probably authentic. First uh, time they did that in two years. The next sighting will be at his indictment. That's what we hope, huh? Yeah, it looks that way. It looks like that's uh, very likely to be coming. Yeah, I haven't seen any updates on unless, it. Uh, yeah, unless they don't the have, grand jury. Unless they don't have the guts to do it. There's some uh, backroom dirty deal. Uh, meanwhile, the news out of uh, Ukraine this afternoon is that Russia has begun its offensive in the eastern Donbass region. Of Vladimir Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, said it looks like it's underway, the big operation. Uh, Russia now is concentrating its efforts in the south and the east of Ukraine. There's a big struggle going on for Mariupol, which is the uh, southeastern port city. This is the last Ukrainian resistance. They are refusing to surrender, despite Russia giving them an ultimatum to give up or just be stomped. They are hanging on there. And the last I heard, they still, well, I don't know who controls the city, but there are still Ukrainian and Ukrainian military there trying to hang on. So this is clearly, and everybody knew this was coming, What's left of the Russian strategy in Ukraine? Just take what we can get. They tried to get the capital of Kiev, well, but Zelensky, that didn't work. So. Zelensky is warning of uh, nukes. He told uh, everybody in Ukraine to get uh, iodine pills. Oh, he did? Yeah. He's oh. expecting some kind of nuclear uh, weapon What they call to go tactical off. nuclear weapons? Or, right, right. right. Or, or what they, it's not uh, like Putin would drop a whole huge nuke on the whole country, but... Uh, that a, wasn't his expectation. He called it, uh, they're thinking maybe a low-yield nuclear weapon. <laughs> I like the terminology. Yeah. Low-yield. You know, and the Pope said that, too. Pope was worried about nukes in his Easter address. Well, he should be. And then, I don't know if you saw The Sun, the, the British tabloid, uh, but they no. had, they had a, a photo from the ground looking at an aerial formation of uh, Russian jets, and they had a big red circle around one. And they claim that that one carries uh, nuclear bombs. They also said that that warship that got sunk had probably had some nuclear yeah. weapons on two, it. Two really long, really big, really long missiles. And it might be uh, sunk at the bottom of the Black Sea now. So they're probably just waiting for the go-ahead. Uh, I I don't know if it when it's underwater if they could if they could detonate them. No, uh, I just mean. They haven't used them yet, but mm. they're there. They're waiting for the the go sign from from Moscow mm. to begin. Oh. Because you can't, if you're going to decide to new, use any type of nuclear weapons, they are, they should be in place already. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's close enough to. Right. I mean, you can launch them from anywhere, but right. Well, they were on the ship, and I don't know if, if they can be used. You know, because they're they're below water now. Right. But uh, but there's other stuff f f probably flying in the air. Uh, if that if that photo is is accurate or the the guess as to what's in that plane is accurate, uh, they they worry about what is it May ninth, May ninth May ninth is Victory Day in Russia. That's when uh, 
Putin uh, brags about the military. I was right, right, I, May 1st, May Day was when they used to have those parades. Mm, uh, uh, May 9th is now a special day. All right, so that's the day he wants this done with. Well, yeah, then. that's why they're worried between now and May 9th whether uh, nuclear weaponry is going to go off. And we've got the Easter Bunny leading our president around here. Right, yeah. Now, that, you know, if we have a nuclear war, that Easter Bunny photo is going to look uh, very significant in history. That one in the uh, the phantom handshake from right. last Thank week. You. That was fantastic. Turns and trying to shake hands with no one. <laughs> nice to meet you. I couldn't stop watching that that day. <laughs> I just kept watching oh, it on that, the loop over and over again. That started slowly and then took off. It was like everywhere in the world on, on websites. That's all you need to know. There's certain, you know, that's Joe in a nutshell. Yeah. Five seconds there that, that, you know, there's no further debate and everybody knows it. And everybody in Washington is pretending more coming up. John and Ken KFI. Sometimes it's too incredible to believe, but it is next hour. We'll talk about the convicted murderer who was vowing to get LA district attorney, George Gascon's name tattooed on his face. (laughs) Audio that's been obtained by Fox news. On his face. (laughs) On his face. Yep. We're going to play you the audio of this man, tell you the whole story. He shot and killed a delivery person for a marijuana delivery service during an armed robbery in 2018. He's a member of the OTF gang. And we'll get into it and play you that audio coming up after the news at 3 o'clock. This is one great story from Arizona that popped up over the weekend. There was a PTA fundraiser for a school called Hopi Elementary School. It was DJed by a man by the name of Kim Coco Hunter. It's part of the Scottsdale, Arizona School District. And apparently the theme was uh, fever, like night fever, like disco, kind of 70s -hmm. throwback. So people came with the wigs and the shirts and the outfits and uh, it raised $300,000 for the school. But there were two people there that were not happy. Jill Lassen and Stuart Roden. And you know what they do? They're described as advocates for diversity at the Scottsdale Unified School District. I don't know what that means. Is that an official paid position? Yeah. Or is it a volunteer thing? No, no, no. They're, they're, uh, a lot of school districts have these people. Uh, it's that's called, a full time job. Yeah, it's the DEI department. Yeah, my 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 kids tell me at their colleges they they have these the people. DEI, it's diversity, equity, and inclusion. Wow! And they now have offices, and they've got all kinds of administrators and desks and phones, and they sit there all day counting. Well, Lassen and Roden both complained about the DJ at the event. It appeared to them he was wearing blackface. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to say, neither one of them claimed he was a white man. Not exactly in their complaint. But they complained that whoever this was was wearing blackface. Well, who else would wear blackface? The DJ is a black man. And by the way, there's no confirmation he put on any extra black makeup. Apparently, <laughs> Roden, who is a black man... Continued to say that afterwards when he got all the blowback. They they thought he was white, and they thought he was putting on blackface makeup and an Afro wig. That's what they thought. Right. And and the Roden, who's black, yeah, uh, wouldn't accept that he was wrong because these so people said, are, are fanatics. They're crazy. 
That's when he claimed he never said that he thought it was a white man. He just thought someone was wearing blackface. Okay. And he thinks that the black man darkened his face even more. <laughs> oh, now now he says that. He actually, now he says that. He must have, right. did he have a law, does he have a law Although, degree? I'm looking at a picture of him. the DJ from the event and a picture of the DJ not at the event. And he doesn't look much different. I, I, I think you're right. That was just uh, an attempt by Roden to take off some of the embarrassment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When they get caught, I, I've, I've noticed this. They come up with all these convoluted excuses. Right. And uh, no, you know, what, what he did is he, he jumped to conclusions. They're, they're so fanatical. They're so on edge. They're all they're constantly looking for violations. They're looking to create some kind of controversy on social media. They want to get people fired. They're, they're poisonous. These, these, these woke uh, administrators are absolutely poisonous in a culture. This is what Rodent actually wrote, Rodent, the uh, diversity guy. Let me be clear. A black man apparently in blackface is an entirely different discussion than a white person. However, I did not state that the person was white. Uh, it was, wait, hold on. It was assumed that that was my intent, and perhaps it was. But perhaps it was. I like those words. <laughs> but nevertheless, looking on his Facebook page, it seems at the very least he was in darker makeup, if not blackface. Or am I completely mistaken it was the lighting? <laughs> yeah, that's usually what it is. See, when, when you give people uh, like this that kind of job, that's all they want to do is uh -huh. walk around and look for things to, to report on. These diversity officers. No, they're, they're, so they're they went to that people. fundraiser and said, "What can I find here that justifies what I'm doing?" Oh well, yeah, that guy I looks mean, too dark. Has any has in the history of the world has any non-white person ever been accused of wearing blackface? 100% of the time, the people accused are white. 100%. I think so. I yeah. can't recall any. Right. So so he's trying to say, well, it was assumed that it was my intent. And then he goes, I apologize to dude for the implication. To dude? Guy has a name. Yes, he kept saying dude. Yeah. The, the implication was an implication. You, were, you thought he was white, and you thought he was wearing blackface, and you wanted to destroy his life. And then you had your pants pulled down. And now you're embarrassed, and you're coming up with a bunch of lawyer-like uh, nonsense, gibberish. Oh, so now I see. The, the Roden is actually an Arizona State University instructor, but he also asks acts as their diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, consultant. And she's a librarian, Jill Lassen. Yeah, right. I know. So they and, do have regular jobs, and they do and, this, I guess, on the side. But but most colleges and even even high schools now have these diversity, equity, inclusion people. And from what I understand, they're, they're all headaches. They're, they're just constantly looking for trouble. Constantly exactly, trying to right. That's exactly stir up because... resentment and anger and, and dividing people and try to force people to look at things that aren't there, make everybody uh, super race conscious and make everybody like super self-conscious about everything, everything that they say, everything they do. It's just terrible. All right, coming up next, we're going to tell you the story of a murdering gang member who loves George Gascon so much, he's going to tattoo his name on his face. Coming up. Johnny Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 
Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.